there and good day to all of you. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful to feel you are enough? How inspired would you be if you knew in fact that you were enough? Well, guess what? That being enough is the focus of the podcast today on the Business of Life Masterclass because we are all about talking about having what it takes. Hello again, everyone. It's me, Debbie Lundberg, performance coach, remote work rock star, author, and the founder and CEO of the national firm, Presenting Powerfully. Forbes Zan here, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. What an important and timely topic, Debbie. You and I, we both have had experiences where either one of us or someone else did not feel enough. Usually that one that wasn't enough was me. How different it is when people are feeling their own power. So who is our guest today? Well, Barb, you know you are enough. And thank (laughs) you for that. Our guest is someone who spent more than 12 years in professional baseball, pretty timely since it's during the season, right? Coaching the best in the world and teaching the most prestigious athletes and the fiercest competitors in the fiercest competitions of their lives while they were battling for their dreams He worked with them on how they had what it takes and that they were enough. He has three, count them, one, two, three, World Series rings. He's showing them right now. That's pretty awesome. And just outstanding entrepreneurial experiences that have shaped him. And those experiences have helped him and those around him to be the best that each of them can be. He's a dream maker. How wonderful of a title is that, right? He's a dream maker who spends most of his adult livelihood among the top 1% producers in sports and business. He asserts his blend of business background, professional athletic development, and experience with measurable, importantly, measurable training, reinforced learning, leadership, mentoring, and coaching expertise for individuals and team development strategies to maximize human potential. He's an international speaker, owner, investor, and entrepreneur organization, which is EO member, and global contributor for mentorship programs. He currently serves transition teams, and he's the CEO and chief leadership officer, that's CLO, of Leadershipity. Please welcome our dynamic guest, Trent Clark. Welcome, Trent. Wow, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited I could join you both today. Welcome, welcome again, Trent. And we asked you on our podcast because you are an expert in how to win every day. And the reason that is important for our listeners is because we all want to win, right? So Trent, glad you are here. In 10 words or less, please let us know why you wanted to be on our podcast today. Yeah, I think Dream Maker. If if you've got big dreams, I want to help you get there. All right. Dream maker. Love it. Dream maker. And stuck with our 10 words or less, Barb. That's that's always our fun challenge. So <laughs> thank you, Trent. We are moving on to what we like to call the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast Four. Those four questions we ask every guest to please answer for insight and inspiration for our listeners and for us. Are you ready, Trent? I think so. Okay. All right. So number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine that you know gets your day started right? Yeah, so my daily routine, it always starts the night before. So that's really important uh, because the bedtime actually becomes very important for the morning routine. Uh, We sleep better if we go to bed at the same time. I always get up two hours in advance of my first meeting. And that way I know I have time to work through physical exercise, 
um, so some mental conditioning and some moral conditioning too. So I get physical, I get mental, and I get moral through spiritual reading or gratitude process. Sounds dynamic and high energy and something that you may see Barb is writing because I know we will be implementing that. So thank you. Number two, what is something other than that two hours prior to your first meeting morning routine that you believe if other people would do it, it would also set them up for an additional level of success? In other words, what's that? Barb calls it special sauce. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's tracking your most impactful things in a day. So we have software around that, but people can take out post-its and do it. And so how that works for us is writing down up to five of the most impactful things that you will do. And I actually do this the night before. So I'm reviewing this in my morning and I write down those five most important things that my organization, my family, the people around me need from me for that day. And then I number them one through five, like one being the number, you know, most important thing. And I will always start with that item the next day. So that becomes my priority is that number one item. And then I look at my schedule before I start that day. And I start looking where in my schedule I get my impactful items done. Some may be already on my schedule. So let's say today, this was my third most impactful item. I already knew we were going to do that at 1140, you know, mountain time today, right? So it's already in there. But uh, my, my fourth impact item is going to come, you know, on a plane today when I travel and I know I've got block time in there and I see it, but my assistant doesn't see it. So something could come in there but I track those impact items. And then once I write that down, our software actually keeps that forever. So you have visual of what you've accomplished. And so when you look at that, um, those, those impactful items every day, uh, guess what? What if I only got the three most impactful things today, today done? Hey, the three of the most important things I got done, and if I didn't get four or five done, I can move it to the next day. I can reprioritize it. But the three most important things I got done were exactly that, the most impactful, most important. So the priority and prioritization is all set in advance. If people did that, our organizations that work with leadership, do it. And when you have 400, 500 people, let's say doing those three things a day, right? We have three things uh, maximum for the first 15, 15 a week, right? Uh, as long as my math's right. And so we have 15 times 500. So our organization's doing the 7,500 most impactful items and things most important to our organization. And then we time that times 50 weeks doing the 375,000 most important things. And those are top tier organizations automatically. Right, right. Well, I am. It's impressive your math, and we're really glad we made number three since sometimes you can only get to three. So, <laughs> that's so right. We're it's very done. <laughs> Here we are. Well, and all kidding aside, that's an excellent way to look at it. And I know Barb is smiling because she loves tracking. So, I'm going to hear more about this. Number three, who or what has been the biggest influence on your life and your success and your continued focus? And what have you done with that influence, please? Mm. 
So by, by all stretch of the imagination, mentors have been the most impactful and they've come from teachers, from coaches, from fellow business associates, uh, from my father, you know, parents, uh, relatives. I have tons of them and I am always searching out people that have come before me, done something that I'd really like to do. And I am in search of it all the time. And people will be absolutely surprised by how many 1% top 3% people will absolutely lend their advice and their time to someone who's committed because they know how to do something very special and they would love to share that knowledge and pass that to somebody else. So I tell people that the biggest influence will be mentors. Go find one. It's an honor to be asked to be a mentor. And so I always encourage that. The second thing I think that you can get is the Bible. It's a living word. I mean, I'm always staggered by my spiritual walk as I read something. And I could read something in, uh, you know, James, uh, uh, I think it's James 2.1 or 1.2, you know, consider it pure joy, you know, our, our our, our challenges in this life, right? Just to paraphrase. But when I think about that, like when I read that as 20, I thought there's nothing joy about, you know, challenges. I'm, I'm, this is conflict and it's hard and I'm not finding joy. And then when I'm 30 and I've got kids, I'm like, oh, I'm learning. This is when I'm 40. I'm like, oh, this is shaping me like a gem. And now I'm 50. I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm learning to pass this along to other people. And it gives me something else to share and learn. So this living word just keeps shaping us. And I think it's invaluable. And, and there's generosity in both of them, right? Because you, you can share and learn in your own way and you're generous with the grace of however it impacts. So thank you for that. All right, last question for me, at least. Uh, number four, while our series and ultimately our masterclass is all about positive and moving forward as we're talking about that, from your experience as an observation, is there something you would encourage people to stop doing or you see something that's holding people back? Well, I think you hit on it right from the beginning. Like you have what it takes and who's telling that you don't. The biggest proponent of those who are telling us that we don't is us. Like we're stuck in the imposter syndrome. So eliminate self-talk, no negative self-talk, zero negative self-talk. Like we are always called to encourage others. And then the one encourager we're leaving out is ourself. And I'm like, oh, I'm happy. Deb, let me pump you up. Barbara, oh, you were awesome and you're the best. And Trent, you stink again. You did it wrong. I mean, like, is that what I'm telling myself? Like, and I've been there before. And I think a lot of people have. And those are the challenges that we face. And so that would be uh, my biggest one. Um, and the other, the other side of this is to do hard things every day. Like do something that's a little bit, uncomfortable and lean into it, do a hard thing every day. And it doesn't necessarily have to be super hard. What it should be is something that maybe you just don't want to do that you have to do, but push yourself to do something, uh, eat a better meal, uh, go out and shovel the driveway, even though you don't feel like it. I know you'd like to push the lawn to tomorrow, but do something today that just feels a little bit uncomfortable and push yourself because that training and discipline is a big one. So don't wait and don't let others be the only voice cheering you on. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Trent. That was very educational. And I did write a few things down that I'm going to ask Debbie to incorporate with me next week. And the the first one is one of the first things that you mentioned, and that is starting my morning routine the night before. 
So honestly, I think you were the first one that has talked about that. And we've done 75 episodes. So pretty cool. Do a hard thing every single day. So I absolutely am going to do that. And then tracking your most impactful things. Oh, my uh, tracking is my jam. I track and I love to block time, of course, every single day. But what an impact. 375,000 impactful things. Huge. So, Debbie, you might have some more things on this list, but are you willing to get started on this in five or 10 days? Absolutely. Happy to. I said I figured you would have us tracking, 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 and I love it. So we will get on that. And Barb has an entire organization. So yours is larger in number of people. So you can have those huge numbers that we can track beyond the week. I am ready and ready to get going with that. Yes, I'm absolutely excited to to dig in more there. But Trent, as though that wasn't enough information for our listeners, before we wrap that up, could we have one final thought, maybe a quick closing comment or statement, or maybe a single fact that our listeners might not know about you? I would just say for the listeners, I less about me for the listeners, I would say the two most important things as you journey through this are self-discipline and grace. Right. We, we really have to continue to follow that self-discipline. It's one of the highest qualities in leadership and development. And it's a hard thing. It's not easy. But there's also grace for yourself. What if I don't get to my big five? Like give yourself some grace that you got four things done or even if you only got two and they're the most important things done. Like that's great. If you got number one, you did the most important thing of all your day and you did it. Like cheer yourself on. I, I really like uh, Wooden's quote. Wooden talks about conditioning yourself physically, mentally, and morally. And I think that's so important these days. And one of his famous players, Bill Walton, said, you know, discipline yourself so others won't have to. And I think that's really important for people to realize when they're faced with tough, you know, tough conversations at work, at having a little bit of self-reflection like, wow, was I, was I really disciplining myself? Because now they're upset with me. I haven't done something correctly. I haven't taken the training. You know, that's always good advice to like give yourself some grace, but realize that self-discipline for yourself, critical. True. So true. And that, that also when you're disciplining, you're not chastising because you talked about right. earlier speaking positively. So thank you again right. for all of your insights, Trent. Please know, listeners, you can stay connected with Trent Clark on social media, including his website, Leadershipity. Leadershipity. It's just like it sounds, and it will be in the notes, and on LinkedIn at Trent Clark. And there you will see a spectacular photo of him on LinkedIn with all of the Super Bowl rings. So similarly, you can follow, he's got him up, you can follow Barb and me on both Facebook and Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass. Barb is at the Stay at Work Mom, and I'm Debbie Lundberg pretty much everywhere. So thanks for listening. If you like this positivity, purpose, and overall what you got to hear from a five-star guest like Trent with his inspiration, please rate us five stars. If for any reason you do not, please share feedback. We welcome it all to improve. So stay tuned for our follow-through show that'll happen in five to 15 days as our listeners know about how Barb and I implemented Trent's ideas. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do.